0: do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: As we welcome in right now, Taylor Mathis, of course, hottest picks in the game. Yet another round of the hottest picks in the game with Taylor. This time Divisional round. You can check Taylor at, at TMathSports on Twitter and Instagram. She's a host, uh, reporter, content for Superbook Sports, betting analyst for FTN Network. Taylor, how are you ahead of this divisional round?
2: I am doing good, Dale, How are you doing?
1: Pretty good. Congratulations on your Cowboys from a week ago. Before we look ahead to the games tomorrow and Sunday, of course, um, you must have enjoyed that one, the the bloodbath on Monday night.
2: Oh, I definitely did. I feel like Dak really had his moment last weekend, proved a lot of people wrong. Hey, he proved me wrong. I was not expecting that. Much of a dominant win. I'm looking forward to the 49ers. I don't want to give away my pick yet in that game, but... I, I think my Cowboys have a decent chance this weekend.
1: Do you have picks for every game this weekend? I All four? do. All right. I do. I love it. Is there? We'll, we'll go in order, but is there a matchup okay. that you're looking – outside of your Cowboy fandom, is there a game that you're looking forward to the most on the board?
2: I would say Bengals-Bills just because this will be the first time we're actually going to get to see Josh Allen and Joe Burrow really duke it out on the field. A lot of people have a lot to say about which young quarterback would you base a team around. I think it'll be interesting to see how both of these guys handle the pressure in the postseason. Who really is the guy to build a future with?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, there are great matchups. Three of the four matchups are as good as you can possibly get. The fourth being Mm -hmm. the Chiefs and Jaguars. That's not a bad one either. It just doesn't compare to the other three. Let's start there. Saturday afternoon, Taylor. Chiefs and Jaguars. I mean, look, this is the Jaguars coming off a great comeback. Chiefs coming off the bye, well-rested. Maybe people expecting them to go back to another Super Bowl. What do you like here in the Chiefs and Jaguars? That line, I believe, right now, according to Superbook Sports, is nine and a half points. What do you like in this one?
2: Well, this is the only favorite of the weekend that I am 100% confident in, especially coming off of a bye. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid off of a bye is 28-5. and And with Patrick Mahomes under center for Reed off of a buy, 9-1, and one, so even better. He averages 30 points a game in those games. So I'm calling a Chiefs win for sure. And one thing that I feel like you can always count on in a Chiefs victory is the best tight end in the league, Travis Kelsey, to contribute. So I'm going with three different plays wrapped in one, all on Kelsey. Kelsey over six and a half receptions. He's only hit this over 30% of the time this season through his last 10 games. And he did only have six receptions against the Jags back in November, but through 15 games, playoff games, Kelsey's hit this over eight out of the seven of eight out of those 15 times, and seven of those have come with Mahomes at quarterback. And also, I'm going with Kelsey over 79 and a half receiving. The Jags give up the most yardage to tight ends in the entire league, and Kelsey has 81 yards against them earlier this season. The Jags are also bottom ten in allowing the most TDs to tight ends. So I'm taking a Kelsey anytime touchdown as well. 12 touchdowns through 15 postseason appearances and 12 already this year. So if you take all three of those as straight bets, or you could take my Travis Trey same game parlay, Kelsey over six receptions, over 79 and a half receiving and an anytime touchdown comes out to plus 185. But it's all on Kelsey.
1: I love it. Do you normally do that, Taylor? Or you? No. I, yeah, I like I'm that you're going all on one.
2: Occasionally, I will double dip on a player, but I just really like Travis Kelsey in this matchup. It is the only favor of the week, like I said, that I really trust. I'm confident in the Chiefs. I think it was great to see the Jags win last weekend, but I think their luck, their winning has come to an end here, and the Chiefs move on.
1: Yeah, and look, I mean, for the Jaguars, it's been great just to get to this point uh, you know, the great comeback win. Everybody thought that they were dead early in that game. You know, down thirty nothing. They come back. Whatever the the uh, the the way the Jaguars. Uh, you know, twenty seven nothing. The way they come back in that game against San Diego against uh, the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. This is a, a free play for them, uh, as you'd say, bonus money. As or house money as they go into Kansas City and try to take on a well rested right. Chiefs team here in that one. Hey, look, it, it's maybe the the worst matchup on the board, still a good one, and still some intrigue too with Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, you know Peterson against his former coach, uh, coaching mate with Andy Reid. So there's some things to watch in that matchup. But I like that you bunched the the Kelsey parlay there all in one. All right, yes, good. You have something else to say on that Taylor or no? Uh,
2: yes, a little bit. I was going to say to to my own horn a little bit because I said Jags money line and i started to doubt myself throughout that game they came away with it at the end and actually superbook had me pick a underdog to boost last week that was what we boosted and everybody saying you know you work for a sports book they make you pick a certain boost i was like no i genuinely like the jags Jags came out on top, and people won more money if they bet on Superbugs.
1: I love that, and I saw your tweets, and everybody should be following along, at Sports on Twitter and on Instagram. And, Taylor, the one thing that you should learn here is never doubt yourself, ever! Exactly! Trust ha- the gut. You had it all the way. You knew they were coming back. Did you double down <laughs> at halftime in that one?
2: I did not. Nope. I let it ride. Let it ride. I was going to take it in stride if I came out with a massive loss. Thankfully, that did not happen. All
1: right, Taylor. How about Saturday night? Tomorrow night, the big game on the board here locally. Giants somehow... This year, look, I know that people thought that they could beat Minnesota. I was not necessarily one of them. I mean, I thought that they could. I didn't think that they would. But the fact that the Giants are actually here, starting the year with zero expectations, they are now in the divisional round about to take on the Eagles. What do you see from this game right now? I think it's a a seven-and-a-half-point line where the Eagles are favorite. What do you like in this one?
2: Well, I saw the board very well last week. I also did not take the Giants outright. I did mention it last week, but I said for sure Giants plus three. So I actually put a parlay together of all my picks that I gave out last week, either Moneyline or Spread. I was dead on the money last week, so I'm hoping I'm seeing the board the same in the divisional round. I know that Philly has won the last two this season against the Giants already. They've also won the last nine home games against New York, too. But despite that entire trend in the way that it's lying, I like the Giants plus seven and a half. Jalen Hurts, we don't know if we're 100% getting Jalen Hurts which if we don't, I don't think he's going to contribute as much in the run game because he's going to be more conscious of hurting that shoulder. Danny Dimes, on the other hand, is playing with house money. This season's already a huge success for him. The Giants didn't take that fifth-year option on his contract. That's now going to cost them in the long run because of the breakout season that he's having. So why would he not keep playing with guts? The better he plays, the more money he's going to make in the offseason. If the Giants pass up on him, I feel like there are plenty of teams out there that will gladly pay him. And the Giants really just have nothing to lose. In Week 18, even with Hurts back for the Eagles, he struggled against the Giants' B team. I think that New York will keep this one close. And as I keep talking up Jones, I'm really talking him up, in order to keep up with Philly's offense, I really think Brian Gable will scheme up Jones to use his legs more. So I'm going to take Jones over his rushing prop of 44 and a half. And his last two games has been 169 yards. And really adding him as a weapon on the ground game is something the Giants are going to need to do is stick in this one. The Giants plus seven and a half, and Jones over 44 and a half rushing.
1: Wow, everybody in New York is going to love you for that one, Taylor. Giants keeping it close this time. And by the way, I wanted to ask you, because I did see your tweet about that parlay from last week. Why did you go money line with all those games, except for the Cowboys in which you laid the two and a half?
2: That, I think, is my... uh... Fandom kicking in I get very superstitious about betting my Cowboys so I played it safe with the points instead of taking the money line I felt confident we were going to win I said last week we're the better team but Tom Brady magic made me a little nervous I should have really just stuck with the thought though the Bucs were average or below average all season that's what they were going to be in the postseason but Tom Brady messed with my head a little bit there
1: right but you but weren't the Cowboys favorites in that game or no
2: no, they weren't. They were the underdog. Oh, yes, they were the favorite. Right, they well, were the favorite. Yeah, that's
1: why I was confused because I was like, Taylor, and I'm looking at all the, you know, obviously there were a lot of games with the big spreads, and you had the money line in that, and I'm like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. For a two-and-a-half-point spread, why would you, now obviously it worked out, but why would you so, risk that of all to have the Cowboys minus two-and-a-half in your parlay, which was all a money, leg, a money line parlay? I guess
2: it just felt ugh confidently enough that they could get it done. Something in me was telling me the Cowboys would hopefully have a good game, and I wanted to bet on the fact that I thought they were the good or better team, yeah. I think, is what it was.
1: I was going to tweet you, and I was like, I'll just ask her Friday if she comes on. Anyway, <laughs> all right, so you like the Giants and you like Daniel Jones uh, uh, yes. in, in this game, and I'm sure Giant fans are going to love that. And obviously, if the Giants do want to compete in this game with Philadelphia, they're going to have to run the ball with both Daniel Jones, and Saquon Barkley. And maybe there's more of a balance than we saw last week where it was heavy with Jones and light with Barkley. Uh, Barkley, although for your parlay here uh, or for the uh, the prop bet, Taylor, we want to have Daniel Jones make sure he gets over those 44 yeah. yards or so. All right, let's go to Sunday. Another huge matchup, Bills and Bengals, the rematch of the game that never was on the Monday night a few weeks ago after the Demar Hamlin stuff. What do you think here, Bills and the Bengals? What does that line out right now? Four? Are we looking at four? Five and
2: a half, oh, I okay. believe.
1: Five and a half on Superbook Sports. Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah, I. this game interests me, like I said, the most. I already said it's going to be the first time we really see Allen and Burrow. One thing that I love about Burrow, he uses the fact that he is an underdog as motivation. It gives him that chip on his shoulder. If I had to choose between building a team, I said this earlier, around Burrow or Allen, I think I would choose Burrow every single day of the week. Great players in any sport, they ride that line of cockiness and confidence, and I feel like Joe Burrow does that perfectly. That is why I'm going to take Burrow over one-and-a-half passing touchdowns Burrow, in 16 full games during the regular season, he hit this over 11 times. And Burrow has 35 TDs on the year. That's third in the NFL. During the regular season, any time Burrow had a game with just one touchdown, he ended up following up the next game with at least two. And last week, he only had one against Baltimore. And one of Burrow's biggest strengths that I think will play very well against the Bills is he's very good at processing defenses. He really sees what they're doing pre- and post-snap. It makes it easier for him to make adjustments and beat these defenses. And no one thought Burrow and the Bengals last season were going to make it to the Super Bowl. The beginning of this year, I felt like a lot of people wrote them off as well. And here they are yet again against the Bucs. I'm taking the dark horse. I think I'm going to go with the Bengals on the money line as well. And then Burrow over one and a half passing TDs.
1: Yeah, and I like what you're saying about the Bengals early on. To me, that was where they showed that they could handle adversity. Coming off the Mm -hmm. unlikely Super Bowl run a year ago, starting the season slow, I'm like, ah, the Bengals aren't going to do it. And everybody was on the Bills this year to start. But I do get that feeling now that people are kind of down on Buffalo, Taylor, whether it's... Well, the Bengals are good, of course, you know that, but Buffalo has not been, you know, especially the fact that they played sloppy against Miami and almost lost that Mm -hmm. game where nobody thought that that would be close. Don't you get the feel that people are doubting the Bills at this point?
2: I do. I'm one of those people. I'm starting to doubt them. I don't want to say I'm doubting Josh Allen, but a little bit. He turns the ball over too much. It's costly. They just don't ever... They kind of remind me of the Chargers sometimes. Mm. They have all of this talent, but they never live up to the potential. Something just seems off and not right there. I feel bad for Bill's mafia. I feel like this happens to them all the time. Do they get it done? I mean, obviously, they're the favorite. There's a good chance. I just feel like uh, the Bengals, the Bengals might do it.
1: And the Bengals are feeling disrespected because people are already buying tickets for the neutral site AFC Championship game, which if the Bills and uh, Chiefs make it, it would be in Atlanta, of course. I, I can't wait for that matchup. That's going to be a good one. Last one on that one real quick, Taylor. What's the what's the price on the borrow one and a half? Because to me that seems light, one and a half. Like, I would I would uh, assume he's going to— One and
2: gonna... a half right now, I believe it's sitting at minus 115. Well, that's not so... bad at all. Not that exactly. That's what I was
1: thinking. Yeah, you got to jump. Right, because sometimes, you don't know, minus 150, minus 170, right. one and a half. And I know they could run the football, too, but that's something uh, I, I like that with Burrow being able to throw. You know, you would expect him and Allen uh, at some point to be uh, having a nice uh, duel right there. All right, Taylor, <laughs> your Cowboys, the the prime game Sunday, 630, Cowboys, Niners, old school rivalry. I mean, are you even old enough to remember their their hated rivalry?
2: I'm not. I am not old enough to remember. I've heard about it from my dad, but I did not see it myself.
1: Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I am uh, I am old enough to remember. At least some of it. Not like way, way back. But in the 90s, certainly, uh, I enjoyed watching these two teams. So for me, it'll be a little nostalgia involved as well. I, these were my two teams, Taylor, all year long. I've liked the Niners early on. I thought your Cowboys were one of the better teams as well. So I hate that they're playing each other now as opposed to next weekend. What do you mm-hmm. like here with the Niners and Cowboys?
2: Well, I already said it. Dak Prescott had his moment. 305 passing yards, four TDs, one rushing, and huge surprise. I always give out a Dak interception, and for once he had no interception. So (laughs) happy to report that. I feel like Prescott just looked so cool, calm, controlled in that game. The O-line's getting it together. The defense sacked Tom Brady twice and had an interception in the end zone. That was huge for us. The Cowboys really needed that win for their confidence. I like Dallas to win outright as well on the money line, plus 170. I can admit fully that Brock Purdy has been phenomenal for San Francisco. 16 touchdowns, only three picks through a time. He's yet to lose a game. But I feel like this is his first real test. Purdy is going to have a top defense, and the only other decent defense that he faced was a good pass defense in Washington. Fading Purdy a little bit as well, going to go under 239.5 passing. He's only gone over this number twice, and the times he did go over it were against the Raiders and Seahawks, which both had bottom pass defenses. Dallas Leeds League in turnovers with 33. I think Purdy and the 49ers met their match. His rookie winning luck is over. I'm taking my Cowboys this week in the divisional round.
1: I I am actually shocked, Taylor. Wow! I am shocked that you were doing this. How much of this is your fandom? How much of this is your just smarts and betting intel and all that?
2: I would like to say it's my smarts and betting intel because I feel like when I give picks, even if I don't take the Cowboys ones myself because I'm being superstitious, I try to be very unbiased with it. So I would like to think it's just my brain and research that I've done that makes me think this is our shot. Yeah. And I think it is too.
1: I mean, I've talked to you all year long and you have not been um, biased when it comes to Dallas at all. So that's why I was kind of surprised in this one, right? making me open my eyes a little bit to the possibility. And I told you deep down, I do think the Cowboys are good. They played an excellent game, obviously on Monday night against the box. It's just that the Niners have been so good too, but Uh, hearing you say it opens up to me the possibilities that, you know what, maybe they can win this game. And let me just ask you real quick, if you think that they could win this game, Taylor, I'm assuming you think that they could go to the Super Bowl.
2: I do. I do think that they could go to the Super Bowl. I think this win on Monday was so vital to them. And just giving them a confidence boost and maybe even giving us fans a confidence boost as well to show that we can come out and dominate in a playoff game. We haven't seen that in quite some time. We haven't made it past the first round in forever. I feel like it's felt like a little bit of a jinx, so it was nice to break that pattern. And Dak just looks so in control of the game that I hope he carries that into Santa Clara this weekend.
1: Do you have any good pizza out there in uh, in Arizona?
2: Ah, we have some. We have some. Um, I personally, of course, get Chicago pizza because we do have a – couple of Chicago pizza restaurants out here in Arizona because there's so many transplants of us out here.
1: So you're deep dish.
2: Yes. and know, I actually prefer Chicago thin crust. It's my favorite. Is that a thing? So I love Rosati thin crust is so good. Probably my favorite, but my personal favorite is from a small town back in Illinois called Uncle Milty. So Nobody's getting that unless I'm insomniac, Illinois.
1: I don't know how, but pizza's been a topic the last couple of days, so I figured I'd bring it up. Last one for you. Over, under, five and a half slices for me this weekend. What do you think?
2: Oh, over for sure. Yeah. I think I'm going over that, too. <laughs> I can eat a whole pizza in one sitting. It's terrible. Yeah, I
1: don't believe you, Taylor. No way.
2: I have a good, actually, now that you're bringing up pizza, too, I have a good pizza parlay that I can give you that I'm riding with. I'm listening. Put pizza money, as I like to say. Put pizza money on it. So a little bit. You're playing with nothing. Chiefs money line, Giants plus seven and a half. Cowboys' money line, Bengals' money line comes out to plus 17 55.
1: I think so. Taylor just gave us the perfect parlay. I love there it. There we go. All right. We'll keep that on the books. Taylor, as always, I appreciate your time. Enjoy this division around. Are you going to be free next weekend, next Friday? you want I do- will
2: be free next weekend. You got
1: me. Uh, Taylor, I appreciate it. Looking forward to talking to you again next Friday. Enjoy. Good luck with the bets. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, you too. At Sports on Twitter and Instagram, check it out. Hottest picks in the game. This
0: episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.